Welcome to The Inner Frontier with Darlene Green. As we connect to the miraculous, we find that life is transformed. Our personal choices are guided by our own inner knowing, our GPS, if you will. This path will lead to your unique divine remembering. Now, here is your guide, Darlene Green. Welcome. It's with delight that I welcome you to The Inner Frontier. My name is Darlene Green, and I'm honored to be your host on this journey of conscious awareness. If you are new to your journey or a seasoned traveler on the path of awareness, you will find thoughts and conversations at The Inner Frontier that will support you in your next step of a beautiful, naturally unfolding process. Through these conversations, it is my intention to present a perspective that will bring a new level of awareness to your day and support you in accessing the greatest part of you. The title of today's program is Sounds of the Divine, and we're fortunate today to welcome our guest, Janice Jaffe. Before we invite Janice to start speaking, I wanted to introduce you to Janice by giving you a little bit of her um, bio. Janice is an international vocal jazz artist, a recording artist, vocal improviser, vocal coach, Reiki practitioner, sound healer, and workshop facilitator. Janice's talents are as diverse as she is masterful within each area that she expresses. At age 16, she became a member of Soka Gakkai International, committing herself to a Buddhist daily practice of chanting. Using her voice in spiritual practice has benefited her spiritually and deepened her vocal awareness and abilities. After becoming a Reiki master in 1999, she began hearing and toning the energy she was working with and became interested in sound as a conduit for healing. She devoured books on the subject of sound healing and took workshops from Jonathan Goldman, Tom Kenyon, John Below, Zakiah Blackburn, and others. In 2002, she began her work with crystal bowls, and as a sound healer, Janice utilizes crystal bowls, Tibetan bowls, and her voice in a heavenly and transformative expression. Janice grew up in a musical family. Then after having four children and working as a preschool teacher, Janice answered the call to commit to her passion of singing. So she auditioned for the, for the jazz department at the Indiana University School of Music. She received her Bachelor of Arts in vocal jazz performance. She taught voice at Indiana University. She studied improvisation with Bobby McFerrin, collaborated with jazz pianist Simon Rowe, worked as a co as an assistant producer at Catalyst Productions. She performs um, as a vocalist in many types of groups, and she's a vocalist backup for Motown, soul, and reggae gigs. She's written lyrics to the music of Miles Davis, Thelonious Monk, and Freddie Hubbard, and Janice has recorded 10 albums and can be heard as a guest vocalist in 20 other recordings. She's created three meditation CDs, The Lotus and the Rose, Heart Tones, and Fire in the Lotus. Janice is a member of the New England Sound Healing Research Institute and the World Sound Healing Organization and the Sound Healers Association. And Janice teaches voice in her home studio and offers workshops in circle singing, improvisation, and conducts programs like The Voice as a Healing Instrument and Merkaba Meditations. And Janice lives in Bloomington, Indiana. So, to say that Janice is accomplished in all areas of music and sound is certainly 
an understatement. So with a song in my heart, Janice, I welcome you to the inner frontier. Wow. (laughs) Wow, that was really cool. (laughs) I was like, wow. (laughs) Yeah, I did that. Yeah, I did that. Yep, I do that. Yep. Wow. You know, it's yeah, fascinating when you... Yeah, exciting life. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, I'm so... I am so thrilled. And um, I met Janice um, synchronistically through... Um, um, I was learning... I was at Maureen St. Germain's home in Seattle, and and I was there for the 5D Merkaba meditation, and Janice was, the, uh, was doing her sound workshop with that. And we can talk a little bit more about the 5D Merkaba meditation um, collaboration that she has. But it was absolutely magical, and I learned so. I learned so much. It was an extraordinary kind of a thing. It was beautiful. I, I remember it like it was yesterday. Yeah, it was awesome. How did you get started? So tell me, tell me. I, I always like to go back and start at how it is that you have moved on your journey of consciousness and clearly music is your expression but how did that occur wow um well you know you'd have to start probably when when i was born i i was born to a a mother opera singer and uh, she was also a preschool teacher actually she was a preschool teacher and just sang opera kind of on the side and my father is a classical musician and um so we heard music in the house all the time, classical music, opera, mostly. And then my father would practice piano every night as we were falling asleep, and that was really kind of fun. Sometimes when he'd make mistakes, he'd curse, but we didn't really <laughs> curse in our house. So we would be up there, my brother and sister and I, giggling at him, you know, <laughs> listening to him um, playing the piano. Um, and, you know, we, we had opera night where we'd come to the table, and my mom would sing and we all had to sing so in order to come to dinner we had to sing you know please pass the butter things like that (laughs) it was a silly it was a silly and fun um childhood that i had with um my my funny father and my my uh mother who knew a lot about uh early childhood education so i was extremely fortunate to grow up in a family like that how beautiful, how beautiful is that? When is it yeah, that you... Yeah, I mean, we weren't wealthy or anything. We were actually quite poor. My father was a, a student, but um, I didn't know it. I didn't know it at all. <laughs> well, how is it that you began to move into music as, um, as your main expression, as opposed to having it be in your environment? Well, I remember actually being like three and four years old and just kind of tootling around with my mom in stores or wherever we were and just singing, you know, just like unconsciously singing as a child, just whatever. You know, I kind of came back to that later on in my life when I was learning improvisation and um, I deeply remembered doing that as a child, but also remembered that Yes, we can still do that. Just because people don't do it doesn't mean that we can't do it. And I found my expression again through improvisation, 
uh, through doing workshops with my, my mentor, my vocal mentor, Rhiannon, and, um, and, and teaching. And just, you know, even being in my home, just waking up and just start singing the day um, mm-hmm. is, is an important part of feeling good for me. And um, so that started, actually, I used uh, singing a lot as a, as a preschool teacher because when you are in charge of a group of children, uh, songs are like a Pied Piper, and it eases the children's experience through transitions from uh, being focused on one kind of work or play into... Uh, lunch or nap time or, or whatever. And my mother taught me this as well. She would always sing us through through transitions, even at home. You know, sometimes it was just brush teeth time. You know, you know, it was, just, mm-hmm. it was mm-hmm. like that. And um, so so we, we've forgotten kind of as a, in many cultures, we've forgotten most cultures about singing communally or singing our days or singing the sun up or singing the sun down, singing the elements in, singing um, what you see. You know, like right now I'm in Indiana and there's a, a rainstorm and the buds are starting to pop on the trees and the daffodils are out and and more of them coming. And, you know, it, it, it's, um, you know, for me, I just, I, I, I see it, yes, and I hear it too. I I. I feel that I hear um, the the songs of 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 nature and and the music of the spheres, and I feel very deeply connected to that. Well, I think that sounds so beautiful. I think that I was thinking thinking that uh, how would how would my day be if I woke up and I began to sing the day, and I realized often what happens is that I begin. I wake up and I begin thinking the day. Mm. And and that's really how it is that I determine I'm, I'm I, I decide I'm thinking too much, just stop it, and get up out of bed and just experience and be. But I I love the idea right. of singing. Perhaps if I can well, shift that. Yeah, when you're singing, you you get connected to the moment. If you're singing what you see or what you feel or how you are, or the sun up, or, or, or the bird singing, or whatever it is, or the dark, cold morning, it, then you're being present with what is, and this is the gift of improvisation. Um, so I talk a lot about what I do is intuitive improvisation when I do uh, workshops, or my sing with my crystal bowls, or um, and teaching or doing a sound healing. It's intuitive improvisational. And that improvisation is about being in the moment and about hearing what you hear and expressing what you express. So so that's that's a new that is a new concept for me as well. It's the idea of of um, obviously clearly your your unique expression, but it's it's the way of connecting with source and and expressing that. Yes, absolutely. And everyone has that direct connection. Mm-hmm. That's my that's my deep uh, knowledge. 
I know that, you know, some people call themselves singers, some people don't call themselves singers, but we all have a voice, and we all have a direct connection, and we we could all use our voices for to express that direct connection just by being in the moment. Well, that is, it's a... Uh it's pretty, it's pretty surprising to me to be able to th- think of the possibilities then that are present within that. I see, <laughs> I mean, it's kind of, I got to say, it's kind of blowing my mind a little bit right here because oh, yeah. it's, it's really not, actually, the, yeah. it's not the way, I remember being, yeah, it's not the uh, way I've a, operated in my McFerrin life. workshop, sorry, I, I'm sorry, I, no, no. I'm kind of. Running over your words, I'm sorry. No, no, you go. Go. Tell me about the Bobby um, McFerrin. Yeah, I, uh, I was in a Bobby McFerrin workshop, and at the very end, I remember him saying something about infinite possibilities in the voice. And, and ever since then, that is one of my consuming thoughts, is how could, I, how could I possibly continue to push the edge of the possibility of the voice? And that's my edge right now. That that's that's where I enjoy working with my own voice is is constantly trying to uh, stretch what is possible in that realm. And um, and that really is the perfect definition of also of the inner frontier, which is where that's that space where what we know meets what we don't know. And it's that willingness mm. to be on the on that edge of of um, of not knowing. It's really much yes. more common to retreat into a space of I know this, I'm comfortable with this, as opposed to choosing to be on that edge of I don't really know what it is that's happening here, but I'm 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 willing to be here and present in the moment to find out what else can show up. Yes. That is, that's uh, perfect uh, words to describe improvisation. Um, and and there, there can be some, some fear like in the beginning before you get into that moment. But then once you're in the moment, there's no fear. It just doesn't exist when you are expressing and creating. When you're in that creative mode, fear does not exist. It just doesn't exist to you. But I think and, uh, that, that's that, a beautiful thing. <laughs> and that's the being in the flow, isn't it? That's the being yeah. in the flow of life, really, regardless of what the expression is. But I'm but I hadn't applied that to sound before. I do know that, you know, I'm not I don't play a musical instrument, but I do know that when I listen to um like somebody that is really masterful in playing an instrument or in singing, and I had this experience with Eugenie's it is something something magical occurs there is that that thing that occurs that is um no longer the the music is no longer being played it's like mm. you become the notes right you are the notes yes and anyone who's listening also because we are all one gets connected in a way that that seems magical and feels so expansive um, when that happens. The feeling is completely the feeling is completely different. It's uh, and I and it feels as though what is present is you're able to bring so much more of you 
uh, consciously and with your awareness in, into that moment, and it's, it's palpable. Mm. It's, yeah, it's interesting that you should say the word conscious. Um, I think about that word a lot. My, my actual business is called Conscious Singing, and, uh, it, it, and because of that, that word, I think that we, at least for myself, I feel that that's an important value in my life is to become more and more conscious um, just from wherever I am. And that's kind of been a guiding lamp post in, in my life, uh, just even using that word. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, I remember. Yes, I would like to become more conscious. And then because you have that um, attitude or thought, like consciousness opens up to you. <laughs> right, right. And I want to talk a little bit more about that. We're going to take a, take a break here in just a moment. So, listeners, I'd like to thank you for tuning in today. You're listening to The Inner Frontier. Our guest is Janice Jaffe. Look for Janice performing locally in and around Bloomington, Indiana, and you may contact her on her website, JaniceJaffe.com. Her music can be found on cdbaby.com. Just search Janice Jaffe. She's meant, she has her meditation CDs, The Lotus and the Rose, Heart Tones, Fire in the Lotus, The Atlantean Legacy, and the multidimensional 5D Merkaba that can be found on Maureen St. Germain's website, maureensaintgermain.com. When we return, we'll be talking about the healing and transformative qualities of sound and consciousness. We'll take a short break. Stay tuned. There's much more ahead. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Live your soul's vision. You know there's more. Doing the same thing doesn't work anymore. You are ready to be the best version of you. Now it's time to listen to the calling of your soul. Your journey to awakening is taking place whether you're aware of it or not. The difference is the perspective from which you choose to witness the accounts of your life. It may feel at times as though there is something wrong or something missing. The work with Darlene and the Divine Light Council invites you to move beyond the world of known to your unique expression remembered. In all circumstances, whether perceived as good or bad, there is always a new perspective that is available. If you so choose, the new perspective can open up a universe of possibilities not previously seen. In so doing, invite the greatest part of you to be conscious in your life as you choose powerfully from your deepest soulful expression. This is the work, often a perspective shift away. We invite you to gain clarity of the next steps in your beautifully unique journey to remembering your greatness. Live your soul's vision. Visit thedivineremembering.com. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to The Inner Frontier. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to Darlene at the divinerememberingcom Now, we return to The Inner Frontier. 
Welcome back. This is Darlene Green, your host. You're listening to The Inner Frontier, and our guest today is Janice Jaffe, accomplished recording artist, vocalist, and sound healer. Janice expresses in many genres, everything from jazz and Motown to improvisation and meditation. Regardless of form, you can count on Janice bringing a high level of intention, awareness, divine connection, and consciousness. And consciousness, consciousness, Janine, is what we were talking about before the break. And I know that there's one comment, there's one um, quote that you have on your website that really got my attention, and it's by Nichiren Daishonin, and Mm -hmm. that is, the voice does the Buddha's work. Right. Exactly. Well, um, the concept behind that, uh, that, that I'd like to bring forth at this moment, mm-hmm. would be that um, we are all original Buddhas. Um, mm-hmm. We were not all taught that uh, growing up in, in this world, but the concept that that's based on is um, that we're all original Buddhas, and the voice really does carry your consciousness. Mm-hmm. So wherever you are consciously, I notice that... Um, I can hear different things in different people's voices, um, and it kind of does reflect consciousness. Um, so, well, there's a it, lot. Of, there's a, a lot of power there. Yeah, you mean in in noticing? Well, there's. The, I think that there's the power in that that's that can be reflected in in the voice. the The fact that the voice has the capability of being able to um, reflect the consciousness. You know, we do a lot of work, you know, with um, uh, yes. with the throat chakra. Yeah. You know, moving and moving that energy, and you know, that's more of the expression that I'm used to after you know, a number of decades of doing energetic healing work. But um, it just ties in. It's like my awareness of it just has just goes deeper and deeper and deeper. And I know that when you were 16, this. Uh, that you had started to to do the uh, chanting. Right. And that actually came out of a, a bit of suffering when I found out that um, I had type 1 diabetes it, that runs in my family um, when I was a teenager. It was like the worst time to get that. I was, I was really rebellious, and I, I was really mad. And mm-hmm. so um, I uh, decided... Uh, when someone introduced me to, to Buddhism, I think someone in my family said, oh, it's God's will, and I, I, that just made me even more, <laughs> more mad at, at, at such a tender, tender age of 13 that uh, when a friend of mine introduced me to Buddhism, I was like, yeah, I think I'm going to do this. So, so there was, there was a, a bit of um, suffering turning into uh, enlightenment kind of thing, plus some rebellious thing going on there, but I found it so completely um, enticing to sit down and chant twice a day, and so comforting to be able to use my voice in prayer in that kind of a way out loud. Um, it was it was uh, something that just grabbed me, and I decided to to at actually at age seventeen. By the time I was 17, I decided to do it for the rest of my life. So 
it's uh, been pretty consistently um, happening in my life. Well, you have the, you know, the power of the word. And so in what I, what I see in the commitment to a, a chanting practice is, is a commitment to a particular level of creation. Mm. It holds a high level of intention and, yes. and, and, and creation and, and frequency. It's a high frequency uh, environment. Right. And, and even if you do have high frequency, um, it's our, uh, my understanding that it is our intention plus the frequency that really amplifies to the degree that your intention is pure and your intention is uh, clear. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's different levels of intention as well. It just is that way because there's so many different people at so many different levels of consciousness, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with any level of consciousness. It's just being where you are, being who you are, where you are, um, that is stepping into the moment right there, mm-hmm. and then transforming with uh, sound, or mm-hmm. in this case, a chant um, of Nam Horenge Kyo, but also, this also works with just sound um, as well. So, our intention and our, our, our um, individual attention to the sound uh, and what is behind it, and the purity of intention and the clarity of intention really has an effect on how, what we create with our voice. It, I, can, I can feel that. It's interesting. I can, I can hear the words that you're saying, and, I'm, and I get the concept. I really get the concept. I can hear the difference in, you know, when I listen to people singing. I can, uh, I can feel the difference of, in, of intention. And sometimes it's enclosed yeah, and, can, and sometimes you expansive. Hear, if you're really paying attention, sometimes I do this little exercise that's kind of fun. I'll be uh, just, you know, in a conversation, and I'll just stop hearing the words and just go for the sound, you know, and then I'll, I'll try to come back online to have a conversation. But but um, it's kind of interesting, and now it kind of filters both both of those ways, what someone's saying and then what someone is saying underneath what someone is saying. And then what is the, the sound aspect of how they're saying it, you know. So where, where they're coming from shows up in the voice. Yeah, wow, wow. And then when you take the, take the voice and the level of awareness and then you begin to uh, add in the process of crystal bowls and um, the Tibetan bowls and chanting and I mean having all of those be together it just feels as though the intention and the expression just um, magnifies exponentially I do believe that's true I, I really do and I feel it and my intention always is to hold the highest possible level of love for all the beings that are uh, listening, all the beings that are not listening because vibrations go out mm-hmm. um, for that moment, for this space, the time, and um, really for 
planetary purposes. Um, so intention can be multi-dimensional. Intention can carry many levels. So it doesn't. It can be diffused attention, or focused attention, or um, you know, multi-leveled attention. And so I try to when I'm doing uh, the bowls and singing, toning with them, my intention is to basically get out of the way, get myself out of the way, mm-hmm. <laughs> so that the songs that want to come through and the sounds that want to come through for that moment are available. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I had the, uh, the, the, the pleasure of, of listening to your toning that was, you know, in the moment when I first met you. And I was wondering, and I don't know if this is the right time, but if would, would it be possible for you to, to give our listeners a sample of, of what it is that that, that that sounds like? Yes, and I will say I'm on a cell phone, so I, um, and, and what I would do would be to kind of, uh, again, try get out of the way for sounds to come through. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to know how much time I have. Well, let's see. We have uh, we have a couple more minutes. We have we have about another five six minutes before we need to take a break. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Okay. Yay. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, let's go ahead and do this. I've done similar things over the phone, and my intention is to um, create sounds that will be useful for higher consciousness. Uh, me Janice Janice you know what Janice it's not showing up in in the clarity and the crystal clarity is not showing up through Isn't that interesting through the um through the, through the, radio the cell waves. phone and the radio waves it is not showing up in the way that it is experienced in person yes and this is Isn't this is a Interesting phenomenon. Isn't that extraordinary? Because I know 
I know the clarity and the 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 crystal clarity of your voice is, um, you know, in person and, and on your recordings is is like it is it is powerful and just with the equipment that we have right now is just not it's not doing it justice. Yeah, and there is a. It's interesting how the, the the sounds and the tones. I have no doubt will just move out into the universe, and that's that. And then the next ones come, you know. Absolutely. <laughs> and then the next ones come. The next ones come, and um, they can be felt as well as as heard. Well, I know that I know that um, that when you were when you were toning and chanting and you know, the, the time that I, that I had first met you, that it created a resonance in the room that was profound. I could feel, like down to, the, down to my cellular level, I could feel myself um, shifting. It was like an alignment. It's like almost like if you could imagine locks, and like the locks were just like click, 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 click. They were just all lining up. And, it, and it's, a, it's a transformative type of type of an experience yeah and I also experience the same you know the the sounds when they come through me they also have a profound effect on on me as well it's a it's a win-win type of situation yeah and um, I, I enjoy it I think it's probably one of the most enjoyable experiences that I that I have when you are teaching, uh, when you're teaching voice, do do you find then that how does it that that works for other people? Do you find them in their process? There's teaching the mechanics of how to be able to to use voice, but then I think that there's also the energetic component of of like the energy at the throat chakra and moving moving the energy through their bodies and. D- is that does that become a part of yes. the experience too? Yes, it's a the technical things are are really important to understand if you want to study your own voice. It's it's it and it can be very very fun to to get a hold of that information. And also, yes, my intention always is to empower the person before me because uh, the voice is a very empowering kind of way to. The expression through voice is a very empowering thing. Mm-hmm. When people find their voice or their voices or their capacity to express widely with their voice, it's, it's an extremely empowering kind of activity. I think that there's a, just like uh, conscious awareness, all types of conscious awareness, there's in every different stage, there's, there's different layers of that also, you know, there's, I see it at one point in my growth, there was the process of learning to find my voice because as I was growing up, I didn't feel that I had one. It's mm. nothing, it, I didn't, I, I didn't connect with that part of me. There was the creative part mm. and there was the silent, there was the feeling part of me, but I didn't have, I didn't feel that I had a voice that was, that I could be empowered, that wasn't, wasn't an empowering thing for me and I had to move into that yes yes and that is a a very common story there Mm -hmm. um, more often than not I think there's a whole lot of people that that definitely have that kind of experience you know getting here to this planet and and uh, 
you know, we come in contact with so many gifts and then we kind of get acculturated out. And many times we, we will listen to what's going on and not pay attention to our own expression and, and power in, in the world. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I think that, I think that, it's, that finding our own voice occurs in, in a lot of ways. And it, it's, a, it's a concept as well in that it's not just in the using of the voice, but it's in um, creating the safety and the space for which us, that we can fill up, that we can show up in. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yes. Like creating a yes, stance. Absolutely. It's like creating a stance. This is who it is that I am. This is how it is that I choose to express in the world. I'm expressing my highest divine design. That's my mm-hmm. truth. And that, yeah, that's, that's all voice. Yeah, that's beautifully said. Yeah. And so... Um, I wanted to talk to you about the inspiration, the inspiration of music. And, and uh, it looks like we're going to be taking another break here in just, a, in just a minute. And I want to talk about the inspiration of music and using voice as a healing instrument because it's so healing just listening to that. And um, Great. yeah, so we're going to take a break and you're listening to The Inner Frontier. And this is Darlene Green, your host with guest today, Janice Jaffe. You may contact her on her website, JaniceJaffe.com, and her music can be found on CDBaby.com. Then you just search for Janice Jaffe. And she has meditation CDs, The Lotus and the Rose, Heart Tones, Fire and the Lotus, the Atlantean Legacy, and the collaborative work on the multidimensional 5D Merkaba can be found on Maureen St. Germain's website, which is maureenstgermain.com. So when we return, we'll learn more about transformational aspects of sound. The 7th Wave Channel on The Voice America Network. Live your soul's vision. You know there's more. Doing the same thing doesn't work anymore. You are ready to be the best version of you. Now it's time to listen to the calling of your soul. Your journey to awakening is taking place whether you're aware of it or not. The difference is the perspective from which you choose to witness the accounts of your life. It may feel at times as though there is something wrong or something missing. The work with Darlene and the Divine Light Council invites you to move beyond the world of known to your unique expression remembered. In all circumstances, whether perceived as good or bad, there is always a new perspective that is available. If you so choose, the new perspective can open up a universe of possibilities not previously seen. In so doing, invite the greatest part of you to be conscious in your life as you choose powerfully from your deepest soulful expression. This is the work, often a perspective shift away. We invite you to gain clarity of the next steps in your beautifully unique journey to remembering your greatness. Live your soul's vision. Visit thedivineremembering.com. This is the 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network.
are listening to The Inner Frontier. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to Darlene at the divinerememberingcom Now, we return to The Inner Frontier. This is Darlene Green, your host of The Inner Frontier. With each Inner Frontier program broadcast, I have a commitment to extend an energetic support for those listeners that choose it. With almost 25 years of experience in energetic healing work, I, along with the Divine Light Council that I work in collaboration with, will hold a high-frequency envelope for you if you choose. The high-frequency envelope may be likened to a rich energetic environment that you can call upon to support your unique awakening process. Like the rich soil around a seed, the environment doesn't alter the seed, but supports the expression of the highest design of the seed. So wherever you are in your process, whether it is clarity and connection, empowered, confused, ready for an up-leveling, not aligned with your highest self, or perfectly aligned with your highest self, the energetic envelope will meet you and support you where it is you are at. If you choose to receive the high-frequency envelope, then all you need to do is to declare it, I choose to receive the high-frequency envelope. And if you choose to cancel the envelope at any time, then you may do that too. Otherwise, the high-frequency envelope will be held for you for one week. With the beautiful gifts of our guest today, Janice Jaffe. I recognized that when I was working in meditation and setting up the energetic envelope for this week, that there was a whole new quality to it. And what was broadcast with the, uh, what's broadcast with the, with the high-frequency envelope this, this week is a tone. And I was mentioning that to Janice as I was driving into the studio today. So Janice, I have a question for you. There's a question that arose for me, and that is, is there one universal tone that is like the ultimate healing tone? Wow, that's like the question of the (laughs) of the infinite. (laughs) I know for sure that there are realms where there's just light and sound. Mm-hmm. And they're very healing places. And the music of the spheres exists. And, you know, I do believe in that, in the concept of the existence of that one unifying tone. And um, in music, it's kind of interesting. I like, to, I like to, to point this out sometimes, especially when things look so wonky. Um, that there's harmony and there's dissonance in the world. And um, when people are trying to unify, if you use a musical uh, way of, of thinking about it, let's say you're on a different octave and you're trying to get to the exact same note that someone else is on, then you're going to, in coming down towards or up towards that octave, you're going to go through variances of of dissonance and harmony with that other note. And what, what happens is there's these, in the middle, there, there are these really beautiful solid tones that maybe you might find in, in a Catholic church, but directly in the middle 
there is the tritone, which is the most dissonant. And then as you get closer and closer, you get these beautiful harmonies and and um, even chords. And then as you get closer, it gets more and more dissonant. And the most dissonance that you'll find is right before you would hit the unison or the unity. And so if you look around and, and you see the world as wonky, you could just just say, oh, we are all working towards unity. Um, many, many beings, many, many beings in body, but one in, one in mind or one in heart. And, and now it's looking so wonky because we're so close. <laughs> so you could look at the world that way. I, but I love it is that. true that the closer you get to unity, the more dissonance it becomes until you, until it just, you know, uh, equalizes. Well, that is a, that's a concept that makes tremendous, a tremendous amount of sense. And what it, the way I look at it and interpret it as well is that as we shift from the space of separation consciousness to unity consciousness, we are undergoing a planetary, a planetary dissonance. Yes. And, and that, that there's nothing wrong with it. There is no right and there is no wrong. There is mm-hmm. just the process of evolution. Right. And oftentimes in my meditation, if I'm feeling, um, you know, kind of neither here nor there, I'm not, feel, I'm not feeling connected, I'm not feeling aligned, what I will do is I go into a, like a crystal um, temple and I will notice a line down the center of the temple floor that is all crystal. And it's like one side is right, one side is left. One side is good, one side is bad. One side is up, one side is down. So you have the polarities. You have the yin and you have the the yang. And then on either side. And then I choose just to lie down on the line. And that line (laughs) contains the all. Mm. And it's that space... um, it's like it feels like it's that space of quieting down the dissonance mm-hmm. and moving into that space of of unison or or unity where all exists right. at one time within that within that perfect um, note that that space of all things right and then you become in alignment with with that and then because we're human, you know, we go out into the world and, and we're exposed to so many different things that, um, you know, this whole idea of practice, like what you said, um, you know, you, you have a meditation practice. Mm-hmm. And so that becomes really important to always come back to some kind of prime point, some kind of alignment um, that you can... Uh, rely on because it it can be really difficult to be a human on this planet at this time. Mm -hmm. I agree. There's a lot of, um, it's, it's, it's beyond an ability to be able to think and reason, you know, with the events, uh, in the plant, uh, on the planet. It's, it's, um, it's beyond that. And so, 
Um, for our listeners, I think the message here and the recommendation and the thought to consider is, uh, do you have a practice? And is the mm. practice serving you? If you, um, and I'm thinking, and I'm thinking that in the same way, Janice, that you found this beautiful expression for you, which is your voice. I mean, how appropriate that you would, that you would um, connect with Sakai. No, what is that? Gokai. Mm. Say that again. We were those. Oh, the Soka Gakai. Yes. Soka Gakai. Yes. International. Yeah. And, right. And uh, I'm sorry, I forgot those words. Oh, it's a beautiful thing to to be in the midst of. Just hundreds of people who are chanting, too. That's a really awesome thing. It's, got, it's an extraordinary environment. And it's like, and, it, and it, uh, it, it brings home the question of, like, how are we managing our environment? It's, it's beyond managing the events of the day. It's like, how am I managing the environment that I'm operating within? Becomes more of the question. And I see that, you know, and... And I see really clearly that that with you, that solace, that connection, that alignment with source is through is through sound. Yes. Yes. I, I think that sound is the the perhaps the first thing that's developed um, in utero, and it's the last thing that goes um, when we're passing. Mm-hmm. So the voice is is a sacred vehicle for transformation. Right. And you know, and you know what I wanted to do on your on your website there was um and this was so beautiful I just needed I just needed to repeat it. And and that is that uh this is a uh a testimonial of one of the people that was in one of your bowl and toning meditation programs. And this is what was said. One of Janice... Okay, where am I? Okay, Janice sings not only with sound, but with intention and light. She is a direct connection to source. Her voice is a channel which serves to focus one's own attention and potential for healing. A session with Janice creates a space where emotional and spiritual release can occur, raising the vibration for both singer and participant. How beautiful is that? That's so sweet. Yeah, and that, you know, I, I that was my experience. That, that, pardon? I said that, I'm sorry, that, that was my experience uh, with you, and it, oh. I couldn't put it in, in better words, so I, I, I borrowed those, those words to be able to describe that. And, and, mm-hmm. I, and I'm thinking I don't, the... Uh, the importance of the imp- you've re- you've reminded me of the importance of of chanting. I'm choosing now to include chanting in my in my practice. I'm seeing the voice That's as a awesome. whole new as a whole new uh, vehicle. Right when you use your voice to get in rhythm with that vibration. Um, there's a visceral thing that happens, and it's cellular, you know, because because sound is movement, and anything that's moving has sound, and basically everything is moving. Mm-hmm. So we are we're entrenched in sounds that we cannot hear with our human ears, but it still exists. For instance, the electrons are going around the atoms of every single um, every single thing, the floor, the ceiling. The uh, the windows, the everything, absolutely everything, is 
made up of, of atoms and electrons that are moving. And so the, the, the entire universe is filled with sound. And we're either in balance, in alignment, or out of balance, out of alignment. And we're having these experiences that are, you know, experiences. So, so when I do uh, offer the bowls or a session, all I'm actually doing is just offering a, a, some kind of balance or some kind of shift. And I just allow people to have their own experience. It's almost none of my business. Mm-hmm. Except for I do know about alignment and and somewhat dissonance or out of alignment and that through sound you can get in alignment and in rhythm, you know, with the universe and with your own enlightenment. Mm-hmm. And um that is um that's kind of like a prime point, I would say. And I think that the uh, that the sound is so powerful that it moves beyond our thinking, just like mm. our our divine essence and uh, the expression of our divinity. It is so it is so all encompassing. It is beyond anything that we can think of. And you know we're getting very close here to uh, closing today. So Janice, I would like to thank you so much for being a uh, uh. guest today. Thank you. I feel um, really comfortable with you, and I think you're an amazing hostess, and mm. I'm just really feeling so happy to, to be here with you. Oh, thank you. What an, what an honor. And thank you for walking the path of conscious awareness with me and with our listeners. I'm inspired by your dedication and your divine expression. It's absolutely beautiful. I'm reminded of the power of the word and the sound as the basis of creation and the importance of conscious awareness in the words that we, that we use and mm. the words that we choose to think because they all hold an intention and a frequency as we hold the highest intention for all our actions, for who we be in the world. We are more in alignment with our divine expression, and that is the essence of conscious awakening. As I choose to be all of who I am, and you choose to be all of who you are, we all bring our divine gifts into existence through the frequency of our being. And the environment that we are transforms as we hold more of the light that is ours to hold. Whatever your expression is, I hold the space for you to find your symphony, find your voice, find your unique divine expression, you will know it. You will recognize yourself in those moments that are so beautiful. They take your breath away. This is Darlene Green, your host. Join me next week on The Inner Frontier. Thank you for tuning in to The Inner Frontier. Please join Darlene Green again next Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. We look forward to talking again next week.